bad news for you. This is episode 20 of the Jazz Jitsu Podcast. What is up? This is episode 20 of the podcast. Um, First of all, I want to just, just throw this out there because um, this is something hilarious that, you know, things that you never take into consideration until afterwards. So last time... Um, I had Scott on the podcast and shit went well. Uh, and we didn't get any backlash, thank goodness. Cause when it comes to political things, um, you know, people usually get backlash, but the one thing that I got backlash about and pretty funny, um, Allison, um, she told me afterwards, she's like, yeah, it was a great podcast. Um, but how about you had that, she had, because she, she had mentioned she wanted to uh, start a podcast, and she said, you know, like, I don't want to just, like, get on a podcast and, you know, freaking have a blanket in the background. I went, uh, I hurt my feelings, but I can't show it. I hurt my feelings, but I can't show it. Because afterwards, when I was editing the the video, I thought to myself, fuck, why did I not take that blanket out of the background? It looks so fucking, it looks so fucking raggedy and ghetto and freaking, I was like, is there anything I can do with like Photoshop or something? Nope. Left it in. Left it in. Cause that's what we fucking do, man. That's what we do. We're real. We're uncut. I mean, for the most part, we're uncut. I don't think I've said anything that's needed to be cut necessarily, but, but yeah, that's something that you're going to. For people who aren't married, that's something you're going to learn right away. Your partner can call you out on your bullshit without even realizing it. Because when she said that, I went, huh? Pretty funny statement, but not going to lie. Hurt my feelings? Did it hurt my feelings? Yes, it did. But it's all good, man. Now we got a fucking, we got it all set up professionally. No blankets in the background. Freaking, I couldn't, I couldn't start the pod with my freaking um hair out i had to have a freaking hat on because look at this mess it's just all over the place man i've decided i'm gonna grow it out and it is just gnarly looking so i've got to train it to uh i've got to train it to go back or do something go to the side i don't know but right now it's going to the side back front who knows all where it's going but but yeah, man, what's going on? What is going on this week? What is going on? I just uh, finished up cooking some some uh, some food, man. I've thought about going to, um, I don't know if anyone's tried this yet, but I'm thinking about trying out those meal prep uh, companies like Freshly or um, HelloFresh. Why do they all have fresh in them? But... Pretty much they send you fresh stuff and they uh, have all your meals planned out for you 
and uh, from what I hear, it's pretty affordable. Uh, does anybody else do it? Um, let me know, because uh, I'm really looking into it, man, because I'm so busy with, because I have to balance out work, training, teaching lessons, doing this podcast, video editing, and I'm looking to get into videography now, and um, it's hard to balance it all and still have time to do like things like meal prepping, like, and then not only meal prepping, but then meal prep, meal prepping, uh, far out and enough where it's gonna make a difference and it's not gonna, it's not gonna taste like shit basically. And yeah, I think I'm gonna, I don't know if I'm gonna try it out. Um, I might try it out just to see how it is, but, um, but right now it is not going well, man. I, uh, I try, if I do eat out, I, I try and eat out, uh, I like places that are semi-healthy, like, I won't just go and, like, eat burgers all day, like, I'll eat, like, um, typically Mexican food is what's, uh, where I can find the healthiest things, and, um, I mean, Chipotle, I guess, that's also considered Mexican food, but not really, I consider it more like a taco salad place, really, it's essentially what it is, and, um, yeah, those are pretty much the, I mean, if I, if I decide I want to just eat something not as good for me, I'll get Chick-fil-A, but that's about it, man. Those are the three spots I eat the most. Mexican food, Chipotle, and Chick-fil-A. It is what it is, man. But yeah, man, what is going on? What's going on? Man, I've been watching, uh, I've been going back and watching old, uh, old shows lately that I've watched before, and, um, one show I've gotten back into is, uh, Dexter. I don't know if anyone's ever, uh, if y'all have seen Dexter, but it's about this guy who's a, uh, he works for, um, I think it's Miami, Miami Metro, and, um, he does blood spatter, and, um, by day he's a blood spatter analyst, but by night he's a serial killer, but not just any serial killer, like a, almost like a superhero serial killer, because he kills bad people. And he pretty much has this addiction of killing people, but he channels it in a way where it's not going to be destructive and it's going to actually help people. But, man, I've gotten back into it and it's so freaking good. Anybody who's ever seen it, oh, I'm sure they've got good things to say about it. It's a really good show. And something I was thinking about was, why is it that the shows that I love the most are the ones with like... um not necessarily, like the, like the main character, there's something off about him. Like, for example, like the show You. I don't know if you've seen that show on Netflix. Uh, I can't even remember his real name. He has so many different names. Joe, Joe something. Joe Bettelheim? No, because he ended up changing his name to Will Bettelheim. Joe, God, I can't remember it. But y'all know what I'm talking about. And in this show, he's he's very similar uh, storyline, and he's so weird, man. And I was thinking to myself the other day, I wonder who's weirder, or who would I want to have on my side, Dexter, or Joe Bedouin. Then I was like, I don't know. Dexter's more likable. Joe's just like straight up insane. Which I mean, Dexter is too. But there's like, there's there's reason within his madness. 
But yeah, man. And um, in other news, man, freaking the new Spider-Man trailer came out this week, and I'm so fucking hype. Dude, I'm so excited to see that new movie. I can't tell you how excited I am, man. I uh, I went back and watched. I can't. I couldn't remember if I'd watched the the um, the movie with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I can't remember what it's called, but he's ba- he plays Mysterio, and um, and uh, I couldn't remember if I'd seen it. So I went back and watched it, and it was pretty good. Can't uh. Don't have much, uh, don't have many complaints. Um, one complaint I do have is don't change the fucking name of the Spidey sense. Literally, towards the end of the movie, he says, uh, Happy, which is like Tony Stark's, uh, assistant, he tells Happy, you know, I feel like I'm getting my, uh, wait for it, I feel like I'm getting my, uh, you know, my Peter Tingle back. Huh? So don't say Peter Tingle. It sounds nasty. And, to be honest, stupid. My, I don't even like to say it. My Peter Tingle. Hell, Don't change the name. Keep it Spidey Sense, man. Anybody who was born before 2000, and maybe even 2000, knows that it's not called... The fucking Peter Tingle. It is the Spidey sense, bro. Never once have I ever heard in any cartoon or any sh- any show, movie, it being called the Peter Tingle. Don't call it that. Okay? Thank you. But, yeah, that was, uh, as a fellow, uh, huge, huge fanatic of, uh, Spider-Man, it was, it was definitely, uh, cringy to hear that, and, um, other things, man, like, for example, I see where they're trying to go with this, so, first of all, I hate that they change so many fucking Spider-Mans every few, many years, and I feel like I'm saying the F word a lot, but I'm passionate about this, so it's gonna fly. It's gonna it's gonna freaking fly today, man. And we're hitting the hard topics. And I don't like that they're changing so many they change Spider Man's every so many years, but now this new this current Spider Man, they're trying to make him basically live up to the image, which, I mean, I guess it plays into the storyline, but write a better, write a better storyline, though, right? Because they're trying to make him to be out to live up to the image that is, uh, Iron Man and Tony Stark, like, in this, uh, latest movie they were, they kept saying to, uh, Peter in so many points, um, you know, what would Iron Man have done? You know, he chose you, uh, what would he have wanted you to do? You know, and you could tell towards the end of the movie when he's like trying to pick out which costume he's gonna he's gonna wear when he's about to go fight Mysterio. Um, at the end, he's like looking at all the all the computer screens and like talking to his Jarvis, basically uh, Edith, and doing shit that Tony would do. And I'm like, dude, he's not Tony. He has his own storyline. Stick to that storyline. 
Like, when you try and, like, make this person this person, like, he's going to be the new Iron Man. No. There is an Iron Man. There was an Iron Man. And that's it. Don't need to take his place. He's a completely separate character. Okay? Let's keep it that way. But, um... But yeah, man. And it seems like every freaking new Spider-Man they get, the character gets younger. Like, at first, um... When it was Tobey Maguire, uh, he w- you would you could believe that he was like a he was a college student. He looked the part, and then it's like it progressively got younger and younger. It went from he he was a college student to now he's a high school student, and now he's like friggin' middle school. Dude, what's the next one gonna be? Spider Infant? It's not even Spider Man, dude. It's Spider Boy. WTF, man. But. And this new one, man. Um, apparently, there's uh, there's different there's different uh, universes, multiverses, as they call them. And in this one, they uh, they somehow find out that Spider-Man is Spider-Man. So now they have to go back in, not necessarily back in time, but through dimensions, and basically, they get into a big fight. With a bunch of villains from different time uh, time periods. Yeah, I guess it would be time periods. Not necessarily... Well, I mean, it's so weird because the universes and the time traveling, it's it's pretty much the same. But, um, but yeah. The biggest... Uh, I think the biggest reveal was uh, Dr. Octopus. I think everyone's super excited about that. They think uh, the Hoblo- Hobgoblin is going to be in this... Uh, the Green Goblin. Um, I know they had said, I think it was Scorpion. Um, but, yeah. It looks like it's going to be freaking awesome, man. I hope it is. I really hope it is. I hope it it lives up to all the expectations. Because if it doesn't, then it's it's going to be make it or break it, man. Because if it's not good, whew, people are not going to like it. But yeah, man. And uh, another thing I watched uh, recently was uh, the documentary about the the fight that broke out, well, pretty much the riot that broke out between um, the Pacers and the Pistons. It's on uh, Netflix. It's called Malice in the Palace. Great name. Malice at the Palace. Uh, great name for a uh, documentary. And... Um, it pretty much just talks about all all the players' uh, mentality and uh, what was what was going on behind the scenes leading up to that uh, leading up to that uh, that tragic event, and uh, it just kind of explained you know how all it took was just like a little push, and then all. Sh- hell broke loose and um I didn't know anything about this um I didn't I didn't I had no idea you know I don't watch basketball at all basically and um they were basically saying how this was the worst thing that's ever happened in sports and um the players never got to speak out about how it was essentially the fans fault that all of this happened you know because what happened was um one of the players from the Pacers team told um, 
God, I can't even remember his name now. Uh, the lead player, one of the the one of the players that he um, he had had a foul. Um, he had had like three or some three or some fouls in the game, and he told him, you know, you got your last foul, you gonna take it. And you know, um, one of the other players said, you know, what the fuck? Why would you say that? So then, as the guys, uh, as the guys, um, oh. It was. I just remember because he changed his name to Meta World Peace, because he said, "How could you hate on World Peace? You wouldn't be able to say you. It wouldn't make for great headlines if it said, uh, we hate World Peace.' Huh? Crazy. But back to what I was saying. Um. He had. He had. Uh. He only had one more foul, and then he went up. He went up. Uh. The guy went up for a layup, and the guy just, I think he, like, slapped him or, or pushed him. He pushed him, and then they just started fighting. So that happened, and then they break it up, and the next thing you know, one of the player, one of the fans from, that was, like, drunk and shit, from up in the stands, throws a beer. And next thing you know, the player just runs up there and beats the shit out of the wrong guy, and then... The other guys that actually threw it is just sitting there watching and then gets all this publicity from it basically saying, you know, yeah, I did the shit. What? And so then just starts a riot. There was like four or five cops there within like freaking 10,000, 20,000 people just fighting. And and everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, where's that? Where are the security cops? Like, you got... Uh, fans rushing the players and trying to fight them, and chairs are being thrown. It's pretty crazy, man. And it's a uh, it's a sad thing because um, Reggie Miller, um, one of the best players to come out of uh, the Pacers, he um, his goal um, was to bring them a championship, and um, unfortunately he couldn't. Um, that was going to be the year that uh, it would have been most likely that they were going to win. And, um, unfortunately, because of that incident, it never happened. Sad thing for him. Very sad. Um, but yeah, man, it's a, uh, it's not a, uh, it's not a great situation, but definitely it was entertaining to watch. I think you should check it out. And, um, another thing I'm not, I'm not watching, but I've just glanced at from time to time. Allison loves watching those cheesy uh, dating shows on TV. And something that's come back on is uh, Bachelor in Paradise. And it's it's interesting to say the least. There, there are so many characters that come out that... I don't... I, I like to think that all this shit is scripted. Probably is. And... Um, some of these characters, man, and the only selling point for me, even glancing at this show, was the host is David Spade. First of all, what universe am I living in in that David Spade is hosting Bachelor in Paradise? What the fuck? But apparently he's not the only one that's going to be hosting. You know who else is going to be hosting? I think they said, yeah. Lil John, 
me look this up just to make sure I'm telling you the truth. Because when I heard this, my freaking head almost exploded. Lil John. Yep. Yep, they're going to be they're going to be hosting. I don't know who the other people are, but I just know David Spade and Lil John. Or some other guy named uh, I can't even see it. Lance Bass. I don't know who that is. But Lil John, man. Little Jonathan is going to be hosting Bachelor in Paradise. I wonder how that works. You know, they come out to, uh, they come out for the final night. And I think it's, is it the same way the, the Bachelor works? With the rose thing? What? You got the rose? Okay. It'd be crazy, man. You know who'd be great host? I mean, as much as he's beloved by everyone, back in uh, back in his days when he was doing reality TV, it would have been crazy to see Trump in uh, in those kind of shows, because say a girl got eliminated or whatever. He could just say, you're fired. Oh, he wouldn't sound like that. He'd say, he'd be like, you're fired. With the lips pecked out. Yeah, man. It uh, It's interesting, man. There's a girl in there that calls herself, what, a sun god or some bullshit. She comes out with a tiara. Uh, can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Yeah, man. What um. What else is going on, man? Masker, uh, Masker back in Disney. I noticed that. God, I want to go back to Disney, man. They're always uh. Innovating, a oh, man. I'm telling you, it feels up to me, man. That'd be the only place I'd ever go ever. It's got everything I want: rides, food. What more could I ask for? But Allison says we travel for the experience. The experience. Whatever that means. I have a great experience at Disney. That's all I need. A great experience. And, um, but yeah. There's a new Tesla bought out. A new Tesla robot, man. You know what this makes me think of? Of a movie called iRobot with Will Smith. What was his name? The robot that ended up basically becoming the real person. And, um, oh, Sonny. That's what it was. Literally seen a bunch of movies where this goes wrong. Why are we doing this? Is it our inevitable deaths? Is it what's going to lead to our destruction? Who knows, man? But it's coming. It is coming. I wonder how long it'll be until, you know, this is the first thing I think of because I know people are sick. The first thing I thought about when I saw that these robots were being brought out, I thought, how long is it going to be until this gets into the wrong hands 
and people start using it for sexual pleasures when they start using them as bombs, you know, how long is that going to be until that happens? Makes you wonder. But who knows, man. It was pretty hilarious to see the presentation. It wasn't even like the actual robot. I've seen this I've seen this a lot with uh, Elon in that he'll present an idea and not even have the idea fully developed and be like, This is gonna be the new shit, man. Just wait. This is gonna be it. And then you saw the incident with the the cyber truck. They were saying it was the windows could not be broken. And the guy takes the ball, throws it, breaks the window, obviously, because it wasn't ready. And then, now with this robot, they don't even have a robot yet. Like, they didn't have one to display. I don't know if they actually have them built and everything, but I know that they don't actually have one in display because they had to have a person just come out and do, like, the thingy, the do-do, boop-boop-boop. The moving around like a robot. It was so grungy to watch. It was so weird. And yeah, man. I couldn't I couldn't remember if I had told y'all this on the last episode, but I tore the shit out of my toe, man. That um that's what's been bothering me the past couple of weeks. I uh we had gotten this uh crock pot for for us as a wedding gift and um, I opened it up and it was cracked so then we were going to take it back and have it replaced and then I had set it down next to the uh, next to the door so that we could remember to take it but it wasn't in the box well as I'm walking through one day I trip over it and I cut my toe like, so, it wasn't even, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like, I was lucky that it wasn't like a, a cut in, it just scraped, but it cut the shit out of my toe, man, and it's like scabbed up now, but, oh my gosh, it was, it was so, it was, it was cut sideways, but it was still deep, I'm sure in post-production I'm gonna put a, put a picture of it up, so that way y'all can see. It's pretty gnarly, man. Pretty gnarly. But yeah, man. It uh, it's healed up now, so doing much better. And um, I didn't uh, me and Scott were too worried about uh, the world ending and uh, global global uh global politics. Um, the last episode, I didn't even get to talk about um, how the Oliver Taza seminar went. It's pretty great, man. It uh it definitely opened up my eyes to um more options from the Arumi Ashigarami, which is you know, basically straight Ashi. And um I mean that was a position I'd abandoned for uh for a good while because um I wasn't sticky enough with it. And um because I wasn't sticky enough with it, I wasn't able to uh hit off a lot of things from there. So I really abandoned it and uh, just played a lot of butterfly and um, butterfly half and um, cross ashi and uh, the insights in kaku and um, 
but now I've gotten into the straight Ashi more because um, he showed me some uh, a lot of options from there and um, entries to backside 50-50 and then several other positions that he called like crisscross and um, um, a variation of uh, backside 50-50 and um, it's it's some pretty crazy stuff. He he showed me uh, how to counter people who like to roll out of my uh, leg locks and um, that's, that was really helpful because I have a lot of people who uh, who do that to me and um, I'm telling you man now when people try and roll out it does not work dude people do not it's very hard it's very uh it's very hard for people to roll out of my leg locks now it, it, like I'm not saying I finish them but now I've gotten to the point where I can control them and that was something he uh he really uh drove hard on was uh was the fact that you need to control the leg before you try and submit and once I can get them to once I can control them and keep them from running away, um, then it makes the job so much easier. And um, I've definitely noticed a difference. I definitely have noticed a difference. But yeah, man, it was a uh, it was a great seminar, and um, I look forward to uh, working with him again in the future. And um, and yeah, I wish I would have been able to uh, give him some merch because uh, of course we got the new drop, baby. These freaking shirts look sick, man. I love how they came out. And um, I wish I, w- I wish I would have been uh, I wish I would have had them in time uh, to give them one. But oh well, next time I'll tell you who's uh, who's been rocking the new shirt lately. My buddy uh, Cool Rack, aka Mike Rockshawn. He's uh, one of the members of the DDS and. Um, yeah, he, uh, I'd sent him one a while back, uh, back when I did the first drop, just because he was a, uh, he was a big inspiration, and, uh, just getting myself, not motivated, but he provided the push for me to just put out merch, because, um, that was one thing, uh, I saw that he was successful at, and, um, he was able to market it the right way. And, um, he was just like, dude, all you got to do is do it. So I did it and, um, they look fucking sick, dude. Um, I've got some more ideas for, uh, the next, uh, the next merch drop. I'd like to get, uh, hats, um, a different, uh, type of, uh, hoodie and a shirt. So, um, a lot of ideas, man, a lot of ideas I'm cooking up. And, um, if y'all, uh, if y'all want to check, uh, check out his merch, um, he sells, uh, he's just opened up his, uh, new, new school and, uh, it's called Immortals Jiu-Jitsu. You might have, uh, you might have seen him compete at the, uh, the Emerald City, uh, Invitational. That was, uh, the last, uh, really big event in, uh, Jiu-Jitsu, uh, recently. And, um, he competed and won and, um, yeah, man, he's a, uh, he's a real cool guy. I look forward to uh, having him on the podcast soon, and uh, and yeah, for him to just uh, give us some tips and uh, what's been going on with him. But um, but yeah, check him out. Uh, his school is Immortals Jiu Jitsu. You can find that on Instagram, sure on Facebook, or um, find him at uh, on uh, Instagram at, at K O O L like the cigarettes, Rock R A K. 
vehicle wreck. But yeah, man. Have y'all seen the videos of these people climbing these milk crates, dude? Why, how, and why did this become a thing? I don't even, like, you know, I wonder if these trends, you know, this is conspiratorial uh, brain here, but I wonder why trends like this come around every so often. You know, just things that you just know can't be good. And this is one, man. This is one that I'm like, oh, it's gnarly. The the uh, the things that are happening to people. I saw a guy yesterday. Let me see if I can pull up the video. I saw a guy yesterday snap his shit in half, dude. It was so nasty. Let me see if I saved it. Milk crate shit. Oh, it's on my Facebook. Let me find it on my Facebook. I remember because I saved it. Because I knew I wanted to talk about this, man. Because this junk was gnarly. Here it is. Oh. Oh, Jesus, dude. I hope if you're... Oh, and then they got those cried at him. I hope if you have a weak stomach, you're not watching the video because... Oh, this junk's nasty, man. He snapped his... Oh, my gosh, dude. I just realized that's similar to how I snapped my arm back in uh, back in sixth grade. He fell and tried to catch himself, but when he caught himself, his shit... It looks like a Z. Like, his arm went... And his bones, like, like it's not sticking through the skin, but it, it's almost there. It's almost to that point. And, um, oh, it's so nasty, man. And then someone afterwards tried to throw a crate at him. Why would you do that? Oh, oh, and it's oh, it's bleeding like crazy. Oh, god, lay dude. Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. I don't know why I watch that stuff, man, but I find it interesting. I find it interesting how people can find new ways to hurt themselves every single day. Crazy man. What else is uh what else is happening? Oh dude, this guy's a freaking savage. This is another video I saw this week. This dude punches an ostrich. I guess he uh he works at an ostrich farm and he punches the shit out of this ostrich, man. The ostrich tries to square up on him and the dude just grabs him by the neck and just goes Hah! Punches him square in the face, dude. And that ostrich, he he ran back. That dude's a savage. I wonder who's more of a savage. Uh, no, probably the guy with the kangaroo. Oh. But, I mean, you punch an ostrich, dude. I wonder whose, like, strength is... Whose strength is stronger in their legs. An ostrich or a kangaroo? Let me look that up. Because they're both like, uh, their leg strength is where they have most of their strength. Let me look up ostrich leg strength. 
An ostrich can cover 10 to 16 feet in a single stride. Ostrich kicks can kill a human or a potential predator like a lion. Bro, it can kill a lion with its feet, bro. What the f***, dude? Let me look up uh, kangaroo. Leg strings. Oh, no. Bro, they can hop up 25 feet in one leap. That means if it kicked you, bro, it would kick you 25 feet back. Holy shit. Let me look up. Who's stronger? Ostrich or kangaroo? A kangaroo would be greater advantage of being able to cover more, to take more damage from the ostrich than the ostrich could take from the kangaroo. It'd give it It'd give it to the Rue seven, maybe eight times out of ten. What? I didn't say his faster. I said it would win. Let's see here. Let's go on to Reddit, baby. You know Reddit's always got all the good shit. I would say advantage. Ostrich based off its physique alone. They're much taller. Okay. So, on uh to the tape. We have the ostrich in the left corner, uh, standing 17 feet tall, and the kangaroo standing about 6 to 7 feet tall. Um, leg strength of the kangaroo can kick you back 25 feet, while the ostrich can kill a lion. I wonder who'd win between a lion and a kangaroo. Oh, that'd be crazy, bro. Guess that's why you don't see lions in Australia. Hmm. Kicked him all the way across to another continent. Now let's get to ostrich, which is a much deadlier animal than most give it credit for. Bro, they kick with uh, 2,000 pounds per square inch. And they have talons. Oh. And they have a beak. With a deadly one-two combination. They're going to hit you with that one-two combo, baby. They're going to hit you with that one-two ostrich egg. Would you like it sunny side up or scrambled, bro? It doesn't matter. They're going to give you that one-two, man. That one-two with the hash browns. Shredded, not cubed. Cubed ones are disgusting. Wouldn't be able to do shit about beak, beak attack. But, bro... I've seen videos of kangaroos that can box, dude. And did you ever, uh, what's the name of that one? That kangaroo on Tekken. Roger. Roger, man. I want Roger and who's a prominent ostrich in the ostrich community. Who's a famous ostrich? There is none. Bro. From what I'm seeing, bro, it looks like uh, ostrich would beat the shit out of this. Who's the most predominant ostrich? Big Bird? I mean, Big Bird looked close enough to be an ostrich. Big Bird versus Roger, bro. Roger spanked that ass, dude. It depends on what kangaroo, too, because if you put Roger out there, bro, Roger tear that ass up, dude. He'll beat that ass. Roger ain't playing no games, dude. Roger's so good. Roger's a... I think Roger's a girl. 
because uh, um, she had a she had a pouch with a kid in it, and the kid box too, bro. So not only would you get the feet, you get the the hands downstairs, and then you get the hands upstairs. Ooh, that's that's dirty boxing, bro. That's dirty boxing. Yeah, man. Crazy. Crazy that we that we went from Bachelor in Paradise to kangaroos versus ostriches. But who will win, bro? Who do y'all think? I say, I don't know, bro. If it's Roger, I say Roger takes it. But if it's uh, if it's just a straight up, seventeen foot ostrich, I don't know, man. I agree with that girl. I say ostrich wins seven out of ten. I'll give it a seven out of ten. We're going to have an animal expert on here soon. And be like, bro, who wins? Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me, bro. But yeah, man, the milk crate challenge is crazy. I think that uh, if that uh, track star girl, the one that was uh, talking all that shit and then ended up getting uh, cut, from the, cut from the Olympics because she was smoking weed, she wants to get back in the... In the media, dude, if she wants to get um, attention again, do the milk crate challenge. I say if you, because recently she won a race, but she was like sixth or seventh. And you're like, everyone was like, oh, no, bro, that's not as cool as you being the fastest. You got to win first. I, that's how I agree with uh, anyone who tries to make any kind of statement. If you want to make a statement, come in first. Nobody's going to listen to you unless you come in first. And so I think the only way now to redeem herself is if she does the milk crate challenge and beats it. I think I've seen like one person beat it and they went do 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 do. It was like it was like freaking Mario, bro. Super Mario Bros. I love people that say that. They pronounce things Mario instead of Mario. I wish I could talk like that. If it was up to me, I would be from Brooklyn and I would speak with a thick New York accent. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I would be Italian. Yeah, I'd be Italian. What are you, wise guy? Who knows, man? But, yeah, man. But, yeah. It's crazy what's happening to the BJJ community right now, man. It's not good. It is not good. You know, most people are worried about. It's so crazy now. You know, if I'm looking at this from a uh, conspiratorial uh, right-wing person. You know, Gordon is like the Trump of jiu-jitsu. Nobody likes, uh, nobody likes Trump. I mean, a lot of people love Gordon. But for the most part, um, people don't like Gordon. Because of his shit talking and his antics. Just like Trump. And um, it's crazy how now it's coming out um, all these allegations towards um, towards instructors that they were taking advantage of uh, some of their students. And um, yeah, the majority of them were like either um, underage or... Or they were all women, but some of them were underage, and 
it's not looking good, man. A lot of these, uh, a lot of these, uh, jujitsu guys are really showing their true colors, and, um, it makes you wonder, because, you know, everyone is so worried about Gordon saying something that might hurt your feelings, but Gordon, among, uh, many others, are showing that the ones who are throwing the stones have houses made of glass, so... That's what I always say, man. Don't be throwing stones if you got a glass house, man. Don't be doing it. You know who you are. Yeah, man. It's insane. And that and that parallel, and that those those um, jujitsu athletes or instructors that are coming out um, that are having allegations uh, thrown at them uh, are much like a. Uh, a lot of these politicians who, uh, who are having allegations thrown at them that they mess around with kids. And yeah, man. Very dark there. Went very dark. Didn't have to go that dark. Why'd you do it to him, Jazz? Don't be doing that. But yeah, man. What um, what show should I go back and watch now? I'm on a kick now to watch old shows. I think about going back and watching Sons of Anarchy. But damn, that's a long show. Whew. It's a long show. I mean, they go to Ireland at one point. It's nuts. Nuts, so. But yeah, man. They're breaking bad. I went I went back and watched that not long ago. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy show. And yeah, man. Um Let's see what else is going on. Tyron Woodley and Jake Paul fight this weekend. That's going to be a good one. Obviously, you'll know who I'm rooting for. The chosen one, bro. Tyrone Woodley. I hate people that call him Tyrone. Why do they call him Tyrone? You can call on Tyrone Woodley. Why do they call him Tyrone? It's not spelled that way. It's Tyrone. Stop calling him Tyrone. It's Tyrone. Phil Davis versus Yoel Romero got announced. Ooh, that's a good fight. Don't like Yoel's chances in that fight, though. Uh, Phil Davis is a mofo, dude. He's a killer. You do not want to mess with him. Um, let's see here. There was something that happened with... Um, with, what's his name? Oh, with Woodley and uh, Jake Paul last night. They were uh, doing just like some presser, promoting the event. And apparently one of the Jake Paul guys got into it with uh, Mama Woodley, bro. Can't let that happen. Cannot let that happen. Tyron Woodley was having no part, man. No part of that. He said, fuck that, dude. It's on now, dude. You're about to get that ass whooped. And it's so crazy seeing, like, I would assume Woodley's not under the UFC at all now. I think he got released. Like, it's, he's he has no um, legal ties to the UFC. But, like, it's crazy seeing how professional Tyron was in the UFC. And this is, you know, pre-rapper Tyron Woodley. But it's so crazy to see Woodley now. 
because like he's throwing out all sort of like racial slurs and freaking talking about you know it's on site ops i don't know what what the fuck an op is i'd love to know woodley please uh please explain it to me but he was saying stuff like like let me see if i can play it like i'm like bro what the fuck are you talking about bro He said, green light. Motherfucker moving, green light. Oh, are you Santa Tyron Woodley? He said, what did he say? Say that again. Ho, ho, ho. Dude, he said, put him in the air like an airplane. You're a ho, ho, ho. You're a ho, ho, ho and a half. What? It's so weird to see the transformation of Tyron Woodley because he's not making, I mean, maybe he is making sense. And I, I just don't know what he's saying, but I don't know what that means. It's like a lot of like Travis Scott lyrics, like, what is if I cannot change? You know, like shit like that. I don't know what you're saying, Tyron Woodley. What are you saying, bro? You're a ho, ho, ho and a half. What? Huh? What did you say? And then he said, put him in the air like an airplane. What? What are you saying, bro? Holy shit, dude. Turn with these sisters not fucking around, dude. Off the top. Okay, now you're making sense. He said, off the top. Usually when I hear people say off the top, usually that's referring to freestyles. But I don't know what he's talking about. I I mean, I, I got that second part. He said, uh, you know, shouldn't be talking to my mom. I like how he said at one point, uh, he said, uh, he said, he, he don't need to be asking, he don't need to be addressing my mom at all. He said, he don't even need to be asking her two times two, nothing. He don't need to be asking her nothing. I agree. I like uh I like Tyron Woodley's energy. I like where I like where his head's at. I hope he comes in and knocks knocks Jake's head off. You know? I hope it happens. I'm rooting for you, Tyron. Never was a fan of you until today. But I hope it happens, man. I hope he wins. And um 
Dude, how fucking crazy is it that Tony skateboards are being made with Tony Hawk's blood? Huh? How crazy is that? What? I don't know. It's very confusing. They're taking my blood. And we're going to use it for skateboard graphics. So they're going to mix my blood into the paint and do a limited run of skateboards using my real blood in the graphics. But some of the profits will go towards killing plastic pollution and to building skate parks in underserved communities. Yeah, so I guess go to liquiddeath.com to get skateboards with my blood in it. So wait, if you have my blood, that means you have my DNA... Bro, somebody save my man Tony Hawk, dude. Liquid Death has his soul. Bro, somebody call Ghost Rider. My man needs some help. He did not look... He did not look comfortable in that interview. He was like, well, so anyways, uh, Liquid Death has my soul now, and, uh, yeah. Bro, where is the backlash? Where's the backlash like there was for Lil Nas X? Come on, guys. How is nobody addressing this? All these people are getting uh, skateboard ramps and shit built in underserved communities. But, bro, somebody save my man Tony Hawk. He did not look... He looked like he was being held against his will. That shit was uncomfortable to watch. When I saw the headline, I thought, you know, he'd be down with this a little more, but... That shit did not look good. So anyways, this has been a dark one. I thought we were going, I went down with the, whatever stuff, we pedophilia stuff, and then we were right back up, talking about other shit, and now we went right back down with freaking Tony Hawk. Somebody save Tony Hawk. But yeah, man, that's this week's episode. As always, you can uh, you can check me out on uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, we're everywhere, man. Go um, go check us out. Go check me out on uh, on all those sites. And um, yeah, we've got new merch now. New merch for the pod. Jazz Jitsu. Check these out on the sleeves, bro. Let me get the uh, let me get all the merch. We've got hoodies, man. We've got it all. We have got it all. The hoodies are my favorite, man. Look at that. Look how good that looks. Especially now with uh, with fall just around the corner. Get you some, uh, get you some merch, man. Get you some uh, Jiu-Jitsu merch. Stay warm out here. Got long sleeves, short sleeves, hoodies. Hopefully, you'll have hats soon. And, um, and yeah, we'll, um, we'll keep trucking, keep growing this podcast and, uh, y'all grow with me. Y'all come along. I'm inviting you on the ride. Cause once the train gets there, baby, we're selling out, dude. We're selling out. We're stri- we're taking the biggest contract and then we're just gonna, it's just gonna be nothing but paid advertisements. This podcast is brought to you by blah, blah, blah. Whatever, man. But 
until then, until before I sell out, we're just going to keep chucking it, man. We're just going to keep going forward and go forward with me. As I said, um, this has been episode 20 of the Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I appreciate y'all for listening, and I'm out. Peace.